A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the shift with Dez and Katie. Two generations, two points of view. Coming at you. It's the shift. Stand by. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the shift. Welcome back. It's Dez and Katie here. Monday. Hello. Monday. Monday, 11 a.m., in case anyone needs a sense of time and place. Whenever I'm chatting on my own, I'm, I always give a, a time and, and a sense of place. Katie's only up an hour. I've actually been up since like 5.45, but I did have a nap. Yeah, this is very early for me. I haven't even had breakfast yet. You haven't had breakfast? No. Well, I take 30 minutes just to like, you know, stare into space just when I wake up. <laughs> I um, I woke up this morning and realized I, I hadn't... I didn't have any coffee in the house. I forgot to stock up. So I took the dog for a walk and then I went into town to get some breakfast. Uh, and th- by the way, the pollen is so bad here. Excuse me. Yeah, bless you. Have you, have, you've never, the, you know, they have like P- Long Island pine barrens, you know, and uh, the, the, the green pollen is everywhere. Like the cars are covered in green. It's like I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm even finding it hard to breathe here this morning because of my allergies. It's out of control. Um, yeah, and then I'm always like, "Oh no, shortness of breath." I have the COVID, but then I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, it's just high pollen." Oh yeah, no. Every time, even though I know every day, I'm like, "I've got it," <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh no, wait, you just need to take an allergy tablet." Well, before we get into talking about the big issue of the week, which is, uh, well, a major upheaval in society how how have you been it's 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 hard to remember that the main issue up until a few days ago was a global pandemic because certainly the american media has been taken over with uh protests and riots and and death and police brutality uh which we are going to talk about by the way for our listeners we are going to have a serious conversation today uh, just to mark the occasion i mean i know we're just two white people but at the same time it's just it's just us talking about what we think about what what we're seeing. But how are you in general before we get into that, Katie? Well, before we get into that, I'm good. I got my green card, so that was great. Whoa, whoa, I that's know. major. I know because I wasn't, I, I haven't gotten unemployment here because they didn't believe that I'm legally allowed to be here, even though I had, sent, I had uploaded my documents on their system and I've been paying taxes for like nearly six years. 
And so then and they were visa, like, what visa were you on? Oh, I was on a sponsored and stuff. And I was a, originally on a student visa. And then uh, I was uh, on a, per- and then I got a permanent residency. And then I was paused for like a year. My papers were about to run out actually. So I was really nervous, but it came like, in the mail so I was like that was great but yeah so hopefully now I'll get some money from unemployment that'd be great but we'll see that's I don't why know. you got a green card you're the problem you're the classic immigrant just yeah, come well, here you... sponge sponge off the system by the way well we, before we talk about this I've just realized something that's very important and it, I can't believe I've allowed this to happen what? I forgot to turn on my ring light oh you go ahead and turn on your ring light I know because you know like Jesus Christ. You know, what, what would happen if you were not lit properly, you know? <laughs> My God, Katie. Well, I didn't even notice. You look grand. Oh, yeah, but I look so much better now. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a huge... This is... Oh, my God. It's night and day, Katie. Come on. I'm like 10 years younger with this ring light. You didn't look a little tired before. Jesus Christ. I was looking at myself. I was like, man, I'm aging. I'm aging in this pandemic. Jesus. Now Um, my cheekbones have more definition. You know, before I looked like a tired old man. Now I look like kind of like like a rich beach guy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you've got like it's like a, it's like you just put on foundation. Oh man, thank God <laughs> for the for the people who are just listening. He's gone from looking like he was awake since six a.m. to looking like he just woke up ten minutes ago. No, I'm like the Red Witch in fucking Game of Thrones. Like suddenly, it's like <laughs> I'm like Melisandre. <laughs> you're gonna have to walk around with your ring light after this. <laughs> oh man, thank God. So. Um, uh, so sorry. Yeah. So you, that's good. You got the green card. So no, but well, they would. So you got a ten-year green card. I don't understand. I've never heard of it. Uh, and uh, that's just that's just your the steps the process. I don't really understand the whole thing, but it just means that uh, it's a lot more secure. But the the you usually wouldn't be allowed to get a green card if they thought you were going on unemployment because, but because of the situation, because special of the times. Yeah, but like, because I've gone three months without, you know, without earning a wage, so it'd be lovely <laughs> if, if they gave me some money. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, How much money do you think you've made on uh, Zoom shows and stuff? Um, Well, I definitely made, so I was able to pay, so it's been three months and I was able to pay, pay my first month's rent with my stimulus check because I got it because I'm a permanent resident. And then my second month's rent, so my rent is over $1,000. I was able to pay that with two months of Zoom shows. Now, the third month, the Zooms have been a little quieter because I'd say people are just out in the yeah, sun and stuff and, and they're, they're like getting a little less kinda, scared. They're kind of over it. Yeah, yeah. So they're fine. But it was great to get that for the two months. Um, so that just went straight. Everything I got just what went about, straight to what my about roommate. The, what about the Patreon? Oh, yeah. The Patreon's good as well. I have that money I haven't uh, taken it out. It's in the in and there for the moment. So I'm just like I'm going to take it out when I need it. But the but I don't um, know if people truly understand how reliant you are on these small amounts of money. Oh, no, I know. Thank feel, you so much. I know, but I feel like there there should have been more of a surge of subscribers. You oh know, like no, it's in, fine. In, in, I know, but it would be great if 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 they could help out. Not that I'm trying to make people feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Don't it worry is about. a it is a genuine reason why the Patreon was started. It wasn't like a, a money grab. It was like yeah. Katie well, literally you know, has no income. 
And there's videos and there's extra episodes there. And I'll put up something, something extra again this week. But um, there is like four podcast listeners who come to all the Zooms and uh, and they're just great. I love them so much. <laughs> they come, oh, they come to most of the Zoom shows. So Well, I, I don't um, have much to report other than I got another dog. That's great. My my, my, my third foster dog. And she's, uh, well, she's, she's the first one from this new shelter and she's definitely... She's way better trained. She's much more of a handful, but I really tired her out this morning. I took her for, I mean, I guess it must have been a 90-minute walk, approximately three and a half miles, and she's in the crate now, and she's absolutely wiped out, which is very rare to get from her because most of the time she's just hyper, 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 but she's very happy to be left alone in the crate right now. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, it looks nice. The walks that you put on your stories look really relaxing. Wow, this morning was exceptional. Today is exceptional out here. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, Which you know, it does. It does. It it it's not fair. You know, like you're sitting in West Hampton and it's like all calm and peaceful, and you're thinking like, well, this is, this is definitely privilege at its yeah, core. Yeah. <laughs> Even I feel that in Astoria. You know, every time my family are like, New York is like falling apart. I'm like, I'm just in my little cozy apartment. I'm okay. But I'm actually like, it's really weird. My roommate is in protest with our landlord. Like I paid her rent, but she's withholding it. So and then why? She's not, why is she? Why is she withholding it? Because she's um works for this housing organization, and they say that if everybody withheld their rent, it would push the landlords to talk to Cuomo or something like that, and then and then they could cancel rent. But like oh, I've been paying her because that gives me anxiety. I'm like, as soon as I get it, I'm like, here you go. And so he came knocking at the door, and I'm not on the lease or anything, so it has nothing really. I'm just like. It doesn't really he can say to me, but he was just like, where is it? And I was like, well, I paid her. She's not here. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he was getting really mad and he was like kind of getting shouty. And I was like, um. Well, you should uh, call the police. I mean, you should stop paying because, uh, well, you know, you can't be evicted, number one. Well, yeah. And she said she's not like taking my money from me. I insisted on sending it to her in case she like got in trouble or whatever. And she was like, I'm just going to hold it off. Um, And she was like you know and see what can happen it's very it's strange though because he comes banging at the door and he's like it's like he's right right there and you're like yeah but you can call the police yeah he's but then he's, you're getting into real like you're getting into real tenant stuff i mean you should really let her look after that because she I'm seems not to be more police. up on it yeah I'm not. well you should just yeah but you should get her involved in dealing with him yeah she's away right now so he's not allowed to he's not allowed to do that you know yeah, well, I like, just said to him, I was like, I'm not on the lease, so you're wasting your breath. And he was like, okay. And I was like, but he went to our neighbor and she can't afford it right now because she's out of work and stuff and she's not getting unemployment. And uh, he knocked on her door and when she opened, she was trying to explain that she couldn't pay right now. She doesn't speak great English. And he goes, how did you afford that? And he pointed at her. Uh, she has like a shelf full of like cereals. And she was like, my food? <laughs> and she was like, actually, I got it donated for free. But I was like, that's horrible. You would point at someone's food and be like, how did you afford that? Yeah. Well, he's an like, idiot anyway. Because he's an idiot because all he's going to have is empty apartment. Like, he should yeah. just be trying to work with his tenants right now. Well, this thing, he was threatening me that he could evict us. And I was like, oh, you legally can't. And then he Oh, got he the, definitely cannot. Yeah, that is one I'm, thing he cannot do. He cannot evict you. And what he did was he Right got, now, it's illegal. He's in, it, it's illegal. But you know when um, someone, and I don't mind paying, like if you were like, oh, you know, the girl across the road can't pay and you can afford, I'd be like, yeah, that's grand. If Yaddy was like, we'll do it until, like, I don't care. I'll do whatever. I'm pr- probably the worst for a rebellion. But 
Um, what I didn't like is when I said that to him, he started to get shouty, and you know when no one's wrong because they start to shout and get defensive. And I was like, no, I like legally know. No, he's you know. trying to intimidate you. Yeah, it was. It was. I, yeah, I, I mean, was you could. Like, you. You. I mean, you. You now have. You. You. you I, I'm not great now on on tenants' rights, but one thing I know is that you have the right to not be harassed and intimidated, especially right now because he actually can't evict you. Should be working with you. So you know he's probably a bit bogey to be honest with you. Oh, he is. Cause he was like, Oh, I've had you, I've had her on camera Airbnb the room. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I have you on the podcast, not giving me any notice coming in <laughs> into the apartment with people. So it's like, when he, remember that happened a few months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, he's, he's, he hasn't got a like loony, to stand, but yeah. yeah, you know, some of these landlords, what's his, what, how long has he had that place? I don't know, long, like she's been here five years, so at least five years. Oh, right. I, I, God, five-year tenant, like, you, you'd think that he would be trying to work with her, you know? Especially because the rent is going to go uh, down after this for people. If you were to get a new person, they're not going to pay over two grand for this tiny apartment. Hard to know. That that part is hard to know, but it just seems, anyway, whatever. Landlords yeah. are reacting. Landlords are reacting in, in different ways depending on the scenario, but... You know, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming that his mortgage is probably not that high. If she's been there for five years, I mean, it's silly, really, on his behalf. But whatever, you know, everyone has their, everyone has yeah. their way of dealing. I'm with just things. paying her anyway. As I get the money, I'm like, here you go, you do what you want. <laughs> Why you pay? Yeah, yeah, I mean, don't even pay her. Well, I've known her for for. I told her this. No, I know, but she's not. She's not paying the rent. Yeah, why well, we'll see. Her, why are you letting her hold it? I guess so. Yeah. Well, we'll see this month because I was like, like it I doesn't would make sense to have anyway. her holding it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God, I'd be so shit in a rebel. I just don't know what to be doing. Yeah, because like, I mean, don't get me wrong, but like, of course she's your friend. But when it comes to money, like, there's just, there's no point in having her hold it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right, Jay. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I know. Cause it, it, just got to go back to just, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, just relax. Don't worry about it. Just... <laughs> You know, I mean, she the, the 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 fortunate or unfortunate thing for you is she works for a tenant, or you know, she works for a housing yeah, organization. Yeah, she knows so, all her, all the right. Yeah, but in a way, it's kind of like too much because you're actually quite happy to pay your rent, and you prefer <laughs> probably to not be involved in this. <laughs> I uh, said it to her because she goes, um, "Oh, you know, you told him you paid me because I'm using you, not getting unemployment," and I was like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just tell him you're in protest. Maybe don't use me because then he'll come. Yeah, to I mean me. that was that was bad, but you know whatever. You kind of undermined her protest a little bit, I but at the know. same time, I know. But at the same time, it's not fair that she's sort of she's not really including you know, you guys, in whatever. The, yeah, you whatever guys. The story well, you guys are live. To, you guys live together, so you, she should have like informed you on how to deal with this. You know. Yeah. But whatever. But she you was know? nice about it then. She was like, don't worry. He'll, he'll only have contact with me afterwards. I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and now I, mean, I just don't answer the door when he knocks. It's not fair. You're being intimidated. Jesus, Katie, you're really having a, a stressful <laughs> pandemic. I'm out here in my beach house. No, no, more, no mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it'll be good for when I get successful. And I'll be like, remember when? No, but um, uh, the I did do something really fun last night. I did a... Ca- drive through comedy show live comedy show for the first time in you know like they, so you know when you go to a movie in america i don't think they do it in ireland i'm not sure but it's a drive through when you listen through the radio it's a drive in like, katie it's a drive, drive in. in yeah they didn't drive away thank god <laughs> doesn't require a lot of explanation most people know what a drive in is drive through movie on the other hand i guess that would have to be a short <laughs> you're like oh no let me get it back to the future car. and two top guns yeah. yeah it was funny we sat the stage is like a tr- is like a 
is one of those uh, like trailers, I guess, or what, like a truck, but it's like a half a trailer, and you start, you have to climb on a little ladder, get up, and you did you was, and then they flicker to show they're laughing. So it's it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, uh, that's it. So like, what what did you do? Like, just did my pandemic material. <laughs> and 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 where was it? The one in the Bronx, the where, where the drive-in actually is. No, it's in Astoria. So it was right by my house. It's like oh, a twenty-minute walk. It's a new walk. thing. It's a new thing, yeah, yeah. So, right. So, how many cars were there? Like fifteen. Oh, so even driving shows is still shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had like maybe two people per car, so it's like thirty. But it's eleven p.m. So, what do you? I was like, it was even amazed that so, there was so, that many cars there. But then, what? what how do you feel? like? You tell a joke like silence. Oh, they flicker. Yeah, I get that. That's that's not a noise. <laughs> that's a visual yeah it was definitely well there's also comedians and they're laughing and they put in a bit of effort to laugh as well in fairness they was very supportive like a fucking nightmare well i saw one online people were honking but either way it's still like what i was just happy to get you know to be like oh i don't know i enjoyed it Oh, that's cool. I, I, mean, I enjoy yeah. most things. I'm very adaptable. So, all right. Well, let's get in. Let's get it. Let's get into it because it's it's almost like at this stage like procrastination. Well, first of all, I see I see that you're you're posting stuff online as a as everybody seems to be doing about the you know the riots and and what happened and uh, I don't know how 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 are you feeling about it? I mean, this is mega. I, I mean, 2020 is just the most insane year. I can't believe that this is now part of it as well. Yeah, it's really it's it's yeah it's scary. Like I was in Manhattan the other day when the when the protests were going on, but I only stayed. Oh, like, did you like, go to the protest? Yeah, but I was like the worst protester in the world. I literally stayed behind a wall, um, and then when the police came, I ducked behind the wall and left because uh, I just got a green card and I can't get in trouble because if I get in trouble, they take it away from me. So uh, any sort of like arrests or I don't want to be by accidentally arrested. So I just went for a little bit with my friends, but um. Yeah, and I'll probably go for a little bit tomorrow with my with my with my. How did you feel about being in the crowds? Uh, well, again, I I'm the worst protester because I was behind a wall, so everybody was six feet away from me. My friend was like, "You're like the biggest pussy ever." <laughs> All right, well, let me let me ask the more important question then. Why did you go? Well, um. I guess because uh, all of my friends were and it's like important to like show solidarity. Does that make sense? And I was like in the area anyway. Um, and it was kind of insp- like the one I saw was very peaceful and it was just outside Trump Tower. And it was, yeah, it kind of kind of felt like a little inspirational, if that makes sense. There was no I didn't see any any violence. And then when the police came, they were they were like pretty chill as well. They were just like, move along. And everybody was like, okay. And then they just walked along Central Park. It was very... And in fairness, the one that I was at, there was a lot of space between people. It wasn't... If anything, I was like, oh, this is a very small protest. But then when I look on my phone, I see the other ones and it's like huge. So I must have saw like the baby of the protests. Did you watch the video of the what happened? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I, yeah, George I Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've been watching a lot of stuff as well. That's just like no, but did you see the video? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit of it. I had to turn it off. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Yeah, it's the it's most upsetting. upsetting of all the videos that I've seen. Well, what? Like, I watched it, and obviously, I'm not. I'm fucking white, and that night I had a nightmare that I was being choked. So I was like, I can't imagine anybody you had a nightmare of what being choked. So I was like, I can't imagine how people who who watch that who are fucking black like they must be just traumatized it's really fucking 
really yeah it's her it's horrific i know it's a crazy time i mean america i just don't understand why well the whole world you know it's just i i guess maybe we should have been more proactive and got like you know a black comedian on but then at the same time like i do feel that i feel like it's 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 imperative on white people to have the discussions yeah but also to get you know to to have to come to an understanding of where this where the the anger comes from you know and i just think that video i I mean of course i was talking to janine about it but i just think that video was the clearest example of the the tragedy and the innocence of so many of the people that have experienced police brutality. You know, it's very easy, you know, that obviously racism is real, whatever. They, they, a lot of people just deny the existence of racism, but it, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to deny the existence of racism a lot of the time, but it's impossible to deny the existence of racism when you watch that video, you yeah, know, absolutely. Cause there's just not a lot of, I've just, I don't think I've ever seen a video of a white person being subjected to that mm. type of thing. Certainly no, I'm not, sorry. not by the police in the United States. If the, if, if Americans saw a, like an animal being hurted in the street, they'd be fucking an uproar. <laughs> so it's like, I don't understand. It's fucking, yeah, it's, it's really upsetting. And then as well, cause all of the names that are coming out that have been, um, sort of like, uh, had horrible to, like that were hurt by the police that's probably only a small percentage of what we're actually hearing because there's probably always more you know no no there's there's it's it's relentless but yeah. but these but the, but the thing about the names that are being listed out are big events that have happened like yeah. in the last six years yeah. you know i mean so it's not a new issue but i guess i guess this current sort of like lineage of awareness sort of stems from Michael Brown and Ferguson, you know, yeah. and I mean, we right before we started chatting, I was reading what Obama had written, and obviously, of course, Obama tweets that he has written this article, and a lot of people were like, "I thought you were supposed to fix this since Ferguson," you know. So he's getting this criticism that he was president during Ferguson, and it's still a problem. So he failed, but in actual fact. You know, a lot, a lot of the reforms that he was trying to bring in have all been sort of wiped away by the Trump administration. And certainly yeah. any momentum forward that happened from that time, because that was a real thing. Obama got a lot of criticism at that time for being the first black president, but actually sort of overseeing uh, a, a, a diminishment in, in race relations, which, of course, is total bullshit because it wasn't a diminishment in race relations. It was... It was an advance of technology that suddenly people were able to record these incidents. Now yeah. we're start, now we're starting to see it. It's not yeah, the Obama. I like that Will Smith quote where he's like, "What did he say?" He was like, "It's not that there's more racism now; it's just that it's being videoed." Yeah, exactly. Something like it's that, which iPhone. is great. I mean, point. it's literally just iPhones. Like that. That. that that's really what, why this is becoming real. Black people have always known this. I mean, that's what you. That's what you hear all the time. It's like, yeah, this, this this is not news to black people. This is, you know, but obviously, you know, when you see it like that, I mean, how can you not be be angry? But anyway, uh, in terms of like people saying like uh, criticizing Obama, you know, the truth is that 
this this could have been a, a continuous look at how can we reform things, how can we make it better, but it didn't. And then Trump, you know, Trump is such an alienating character. He took all that energy of like blue lives matter, all lives matter. You know, he took all that energy of, of the 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 reactionary people against this sense of you know look at the look at the death rates of black people in chicago they're all killed by black people you know all the things that you can look at to say oh the, you know it's it's not all cops you know all the stuff that you can just bring up in in reaction and to I this and i hate that that's so nice it's not all cops but it shouldn't be any cops cops shouldn't be killing no anyway. i know i know but the point is that the, yeah. these people that that you know I, I'm not going to say racist, but I'm going to say people that want to be in denial of racism. Yeah. How about that? No, that's a, gr- that's a great dip- way of saying it. Let me be diplomatic. These people, uh, they they really found a kindred spirit in Trump. And Trump really sort of, I don't think he just, st- I don't think he only stopped. I think he put back and he moved towards improving relations between mm-hmm. the police and the black community. And, you know, it, it's been a bad, it's been a bad run of of, of stuff that make it really obvious. I don't think it's I don't think it's just the the video of George Floyd. I think it was the you know, the Ahmed Arbery thing where you literally look like you're watching a movie from the late 1800s in the South. Or like you're literally watching like a live lynching. Then you have the video of the dumb woman in Central Park. Oh Jesus, she was yeah, that was fuck. You know, because it just it just you know, it's 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 a bad collection of events where one you have Ahmed Arbery getting killed by white people, and then the police not even bringing a case against the fact that these guys were allowed to sort of use cars to corral this black guy who's running for his life, and eventually has to try to sort of fight to stay alive and get shot dead. Right? That doesn't get prosecuted un- until the video gets out by the fucking one of the guys who was involved in it who the fuck knows why he did that then you have the video of this woman being like i'm gonna i'm telling them an african-american man is threatening my life you know so she know like that's the problem it's like it's almost like in a way she's a good thing because she shows people yeah that actually people are willfully using this unequal treatment of black people to their advantage i'm gonna tell them an african-american man is threatening my life knowing full well that she can use you know, the, the NYPD, which we pay tax for. It's funny enough, you're talking about green cards and stuff. You know, like, st- you're going to use state-funded, government-funded supports to to get this guy because you are you can't handle the fact that he told you to leash your dog. I mean, that's how fucked up it is, you know? It's so fucked up. And even, like, like how she doesn't, I don't know, how she didn't even think that she's on video and he's like, please step away and she's like freaking out. Yeah, like, that's the rage too. I mean, that, that's human yeah. behavior on top of her, her her ignorance of how bad it is. But then the fact that George Floyd happens literally like a day or two later yeah. and it just shows how dangerous it was that this Harvard graduate, this this black guy, uh, Harvard graduate bird watcher, possibly, we have no idea what would have happened but you can assume that he would have had a negative interaction with the NYPD mm-hmm. for, for telling this woman to put her dog on a leash, which, by the way, was the law. Also, we don't know what she would have said when the police got there if he was still there. And it would have been, if he wasn't video recording, it would have been her word against his. Yeah, like, that's it's, so it's, fucking it's, scary. It's life and death, yeah. So if you're, if you're a black person, I mean, of course you're going to feel like enough's enough. I mean, I've been... You know, it's easy to have. I'm a 44 year old white guy. It's easy for me to have that. I think 
pretty rational reaction of this is gr- this is great that this issue is coming to the fore and it's great that people are protesting and I wish that they wouldn't riot and loot because it just gives it just works against the argument. It's easy for me to have that rational response. Even Obama has, by the way, even Obama. This is what Obama said. Just to just to make clear that I I can see. Um, the only this is what Obama says. The overwhelming majority of participants have been peaceful, courageous, responsible, and inspiring. They deserve our respect and support, not condemnation. Something that police in cities like Camden and Flint have commendably understood. He's talking about police that marched with the protesters. On the other hand, the small minority of folks who've resorted to violence in various forms, whether out of genuine anger or mere opportunism, are putting innocent people at risk, compounding the destruction of neighborhoods that are often already short on services and investment and detracting from the larger cause. I saw an elderly black woman being interviewed today in tears because the only grocery store in her neighborhood had been trashed. If history is any guide, that store may take years to come back. So let's not excuse violence or rationalize it or participate in it. If we want our criminal justice system and American society at large to operate on a higher ethical code, then we have to then we have to model that code ourselves. Now, I so I of course I had that reaction myself, but I also understand. I was talking to Janine. I also understand that sometimes you just feel like if you're black, you feel like, well, who gives a fuck? Because we've tried all the fucking yes. being good and we've yes. tried the peaceful protest and none of it works. So on one level, of course, I don't condone the violence and the looting. Like not at all, actually. I really was upset about it. I actually felt like it was a step backwards. But at the same time, like, I, I, I do get it. I mean, I really don't condone it. But at the same time, if I was a young black male, I probably would be like, fuck it. Yeah, and you're frustrated as well. Like, you know, you know, when people are dying and then people are getting annoyed over, um, over you know, looting, it's like, well, they're just frustrated at this stage, you know? So it's like... Yeah, I mean, I don't condone it at all, actually. But I, but, but what I mean is, I, I guess... you like, What does what, condone mean what, again? Agree with it, or, you know, like, oh. think it's okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, but at the same time, it's... It, 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 you, I, I gotta think, like, why not try civil disobedience as a... Mm. As, as a method but i don't think it's rational anyway i don't think that uh, people that are looting target i don't think they're thinking anything other than fuck this you know and the fuck this part i can completely understand yeah you know i actually think i i i i, I think they're gonna get a better result you know like i think i think the seriousness of the situation is gonna make this a, a bigger issue but but honestly America's so fucked up right now. The only thing that matters is getting rid of Donald Trump because none of this shit is getting mm-hmm. healed while he's the president of the United States. No, oh, 100%. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, my, Mike Cannon shared a really uh, good tweet about it. He was like, oh, the people who are getting... So, like, some of the people who are getting annoyed about the looting are the same people who will, like, throw their controller at the wall when they lose a video game so i thought that was kind of like just to like show like the frustration <laughs> like yeah you get I mean, frustrated over a video game and then you're getting annoyed that someone's like smashing a window but like yeah it's just ultimate frustration yeah yeah and also you know mob rule you know like there's all sorts of different crowd dynamics like suddenly when when something becomes okay you know you can just do it you know i mean it is like mm-hmm. it is a breakdown of the rule of law of all that stuff you know like and when it does happen you you can do it and i know like i always think i always think of things often in terms of the north 
of Ireland, you know, mm-hmm. because it, it's 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 easy it's easy for me to comprehend like a passionate desire. And when I was in my my late teens and early twenties, like I know for a fact, if I grew up in Belfast, that I would have been, uh, like I would have definitely been violent. Like I know that, and I would have, I would have uh, admired the men of violence, and I would have thought that 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 was the only answer. So I I mean I can I have absolutely no doubt if I was a young black male right now that I would think that this is the answer. I you know I I like I I'd like to see the evidence to the contrary. Like where is the evidence that suggests that being peaceful and working within society to change society has really gone that well for black people? Yeah. Considering that it's never more apparent that you know like in there's an unequal system in terms of the treatment of humans by the police. Yeah, I can't I imagine. I, I can't imagine what it feels like to not be able to feel safe around the people who are meant to protect you. Yeah, so, I mean, again, it's like the awareness. The, the problem is it's like, well, this makes people aware, but it's like, how can you not have been aware? This is like, mm-hmm. this goes on and on and on. I mean, is well, this we, the turning point? Is this the turning point? I don't know. I doubt it. Well, me like me and my roommate were watching Detroit there a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, I can't even watch, I can't believe that used to go on. And then i'm like oh actually it's still it still fucking goes on you watch what i didn't watch all of it now i just watched she was watching detroit and i came in and sat what with is her detroit was, uh, it's a oh my god i should actually really know probably what it is but it's a, a movie about what was happening there when the there were when the police came in and there was like a shootout between the, the they like uh shot some young some young black men um and like like put them like they they executed them um but i should actually check when it was set because i only watched 15 minutes of it and i was like uh, it doesn't uh, matter anyway i mean when was to kill a mockingbird written why you know? right like well when, this when, is like, like recent enough and it was like yeah, I, was I mean this I, has been going on fucking forever you that's know what i mean, I mean spike I was, lee spike lee wears yeah. 1619 on his clothes you know i mean it, it it's really i mean i i i i i was trying to get into it with uh with janine about like what is it like you know, just deeper, deeper aspects of racism, like how the fuck this happened, you know, because I was, I was thinking about like, like, like it, 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 racism is kind of inexplicable in a way. It's like, what, 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 why black people? Why, why, why do black people, why are black people at the, at the bottom rung of the ladder of the hierarchy of, of, of people's respect often, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that is essentially what, what, what this racism boils down to. For some reason, there is incredible discrimination against black people and a lot of most of it makes absolutely no sense but obviously you can put you can put a structure on american racism when you can say for some reason europeans thought that africans were uh, second-class citizens and they were allowed to be enslaved to help uh the better advancement of the european and then the american economy uh you know in the 1500s and the 1600s right and then the, the remnants of that transfer of humanity, you know, the remnants of that migration became a great stain on American society. And these people have never really managed to struggle uh, to get like a proper foothold in America, experience equality. And on the flip side, the people that were their original jailers uh, have never managed to respect them properly and have always treated them differently. Okay, so then that's the narrative of American racism kind of makes sense. But then, why do Chinese people discriminate against Black people just as much? Now they don't have the they don't have like they don't have, haven't tried to integrate Black people into their, into their society. They don't have that many outsiders. But when I lived in China, I was absolutely shocked 
at the open racism against black people. You I know, had like no idea. I didn't know. I even joked with. Thing. I even joked with. The, I, sometimes I joke like my black friends. You know, like say like the, the the racism is so bad in China that like they don't even they don't even understand that they have to hide it. You know, like American racist has to hide it. It's like you know, I, no, I'm not racist. I don't like black people, but you know, they are lazy. You know, uh, you know. So they, whereas like in China, you'd be like, why don't you like black people? And they'd be like, well, because they're black. You know, they don't even they don't even understand. That that's wrong, yeah. You know, so I really would. I I I I I would like to understand. Is it just the sort of Western historical narrative of the relationship between Europeans and Africans? Has that just has that just leaked across the world and has become like the global narrative fear of the black person? Or you know, is there is there something else going on that you know people should talk about more so we could get to the bottom of it and eradicate it? You know, I I don't know. She didn't know either. I was just curious. You know, it's just like one of those things of what what the fuck is racist? Where does this come from? I mean, xenophobia makes sense. The fear of the outsider. You know, there's different aspects of why people discriminate against other people that seem to be rational. But the fear of the black person to me is is it's it's irrational. I mean, I, I, I've I've never understood it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't think any white person is completely free from, uh, you know, their own like uh, prejudices, you know. But but at the same time, my mother, in, in as much as you could be brought up in a a non-racist way, my mother did that. I mean, society's always going to leave you with uh, you know prejudices you're not even aware of, like subconscious things you think about black people or other groups but uh certainly I, I i grew up with as little as possible to the extent that it's really never made sense to me yeah people's dislike of black people for the sole reason of them being black i've never understood it yeah and you know i just you know like when you have discussions about inequality in ireland it's just so much easier because it's just like People are unequal because of their wealth. And there's racism in Ireland. It's a different issue, you know, direct provision and immigration, but it really is different, you know, and, and you don't, it's just a very different discussion. I know some people are trying to have that discussion in Ireland now because of this, but it is a very different discussion. But in terms of uh, inequality in Ireland, you know, that's easy discussion to have. It's wealth, poverty cycles, you know, abuse, the different things that poverty bring. But with America, you get all that plus race, and yeah. that just makes it even more complicated. It's just, it's very, it, it's very difficult to wrap your head around. I know people have careers in trying to work this out and they still haven't figured it out. And we're, and we're now in the middle of six days of rioting on this very thing. So obviously it hasn't been figured out, but it is fucking baffling at its core. No, it, it completely like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what did you feel? So, so you're an immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. In the United States. You've come from Ireland where, I mean, you're nearly 30, right? So mm-hmm. you remember that first wave of immigration come from Ireland. But yeah, what, you didn't have that many interactions with black people growing up, right? Um, well, I did. Well, not like a lot, but there was a couple of black people in my class. Yeah, but like, like when you, so when you came here, how did you experience, like, what was well, your... Also, ed- my 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 mom uh, worked as a security guard, so I would go with her and it was in like um, 
a housing place and a lot of Nigerians lived there. So actually I would have spent a lot of time with Nigerians when I was younger. So when you came here then, did you, were you like, what was your initial sort of reaction with like American race? Did you, were you, were you aware of the issues or anything or? Not at the start, but then yeah, eventually because people talk about it so much and they're very much like you're white um, and you have to, then, and then that's not, it's also like you're female or you like there's a lot of issues where I didn't never thought about it before um and all of a sudden I became very aware that I was white so um yeah it was it's definitely it's just weird it's like a it's very different to home my friend lives over here now and he's from he's from Kildare as well he's black and we were talking about it recently and he was saying that he wasn't like so fully aware of his race until he moved here Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, because I was like, kind of like, look, I hope you didn't experience this when we were home. And he was like, and I'm sure, I'm sure that's just he's had a positive experience, thank God. And I'm sure other people in Ireland haven't. But he said he really became aware of it. And it was more when he went to, he traveled down the south. And he said there, he still felt that there was a lot of interrogation or that he was very much like, oh, I'm a black man. And I was like, oh, right. wow. Yeah, I wonder, I don't know, maybe he'd come on and talk on the podcast. I'll ask him if he'd be willing to. Maybe he wouldn't, but... Uh, he might be really interesting to get on, but yeah. yeah well, would- I know I I I know that uh, it's interesting because I know that the African immigrants in the United States it, they experience they probably experience the discrimination in, in the same way as any other black person. But I know that how they respond to it, what they think is behind it, is quite different in terms of well, just from talking to Janine, I know that. Um, she 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 gets frustrated. Well, sorry, no, no, let me not say. For, I, I I shouldn't be you know I shouldn't be give it quoting too much on her. All, all <laughs> I love Janine so much. She educates oh, no, me no, all the time. No, no, yeah, not about know, that. Not guess, about race. Just about little things. She's so intelligent. I'm always like, oh, tell well, me I that. tried to I tried to get her on. She didn't want to come on. But, yeah. but but I guess what I mean is that that that, that even even that experience is, is different, and and they're both as valid. But I I, mm-hmm. I think that. African immigrants or people that are sort of the, even the children of African immigrants in recent times uh, experience this a, a touch differently uh, because obviously they they don't have that uh, that lineage or that connection to I mean what, what is essentially in a way I think a great shame I mean that's the other reason why it's a pity that we don't have black people on you know just just that like that that's in your backstory the fact that generation after generation has taken it you know and that's what i was taking from my conversation with her yesterday which is we just keep taking it and it's 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 embarrassing and then even when we they but we you know quoting we rise up it's always like we're doing something wrong so it's like we get we're, we're constantly wronged as a people then when we when we've had enough we rise up we're wrong again <laughs> you yeah. know like like you just can't fucking win you know you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't well and the internet is full like, of go ahead yeah you, well even just like here it's so it's 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 it hurts my head how hip, hypocritical it is because i'd say like there was all those white protesters with guns over wearing masks and trump is like they're good people they just have a right to protest and then there's protests over people being murdered. And he's like, these talks. And you're like, that's too, 
that's it's just it's insane it's absolutely yeah i mean honestly the thugs thing didn't bother me as much as in in the same tweet he said when the looting starts starts the shooting starts yeah which is insane. the thugs thing you know i mean well he's also saying oh you can't be violent but we're gonna be violent you know what i mean it's i don't like i just yeah i I mean he's a fucking he's He's a clown. I mean, you know, I can I can understand to a certain. I mean, I've seen I've seen plenty of black leaders frustrated with the with the looting. So I can understand how somebody's knee jerk reaction might be. Uh, it's a pity that certain people have resorted to violence. That yeah. part I can understand. But the fact that the president of the United States would think it's okay to quote, even if he wasn't aware of the historical significance of if the looting starts, the shooting starts. He's even just even just to say that, just like such an idiot. It's like, hello, did you not see the violence that sparked these protests? And then you're mm-hmm. gonna come in and be like, I tell you what, we're gonna double down. Like that's essentially being like, oh, if you thought it was bad that you watched some black guy get killed with a knee on his back, you literally watched a live murder in slow motion online get ready because here comes mass murder because you guys have fucking risen up you know I mean, and at the end of the day there was no violence towards people you know looting is awful but there was no violence towards people no in fairness yeah the only violence was you know and there has been clips shared but it's it's with, with, with cops and protesters so like there's been like obviously a few clips shared where the that that um yeah, I know, but all those clips, you know, all that stuff is like, you know, you don't know who antagonized who. And no, absolutely, you're not getting the, the, full the videos. Yeah. The videos get real complicated real fast because everyone's looking for the shot that they need to push forward their argument. And literally, like, well, that, every protest has got the phone out. Well, that's the thing. That's what I mean. When I was at the protest, it was very peaceful and calm and there was no, like, the police weren't, like, and the protesters weren't. So that was my my experience of it, you know. Um, of course, I would. Yeah, I mean, like- there is some chaos, and listen, there's people that take advantage of the chaos, no doubt. But anyway, the last thing, the, the thing I was going to say, because we were talking about the memes, and and you were sorry, you were saying about the protesters and the fact that he called them very good people, called these people thugs. I mean, it, it, the other meme, obviously, that's going around is like people say oh, we we oh, particularly Mike Pence says we we respect peaceful protests, and it's like no, you don't, because he walked out when Colin Kaepernick took a knee and they complained about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. Yeah. So I can understand the frustration <laughs> of black people. It's like, we, we've been peacefully yes. protesting. You don't fucking listen. We're, that was wrong too. Everything we do is wrong. I mean, so I can understand. It's like a teenager, you know, like, like try to understand the frustration of a teenager who is trying to establish their independence in the house. And no matter what they do, it, it seems like it's wrong. Eventually they're like, fuck you. And they, they <laughs> blow up. You know, it's I, like, I completely agree. I, everything like, we do is wrong. So in the end, fuck you. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like when when you're dating someone and they keep accusing you of cheating after a year, you're like, I should just fucking cheat. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble anyway. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's like um, the thing is as well, just ex- people don't want to accept that they're like ignorant and they can learn. And we some people just don't know. And if if you if someone explains their situation, then just be like, oh, okay, like that. I'm not in that skin I can never experience that so like yeah there was things when I first came over and I was dating a black man and he's a black American man but he like told me some stuff that I was like oh god I did not realize that that was offensive or or racist or I didn't realize that was your and just like certain stereotypes that black people here are is put on them and you have to or or for example I was watching a show and it was really good at showing this that there was this young black kid and he's really really smart and got into a really good college but people were like oh you only got that because you're a minority and they accept minorities and he was like that's so frustrating to have to and that's just something you know yeah, that happens a lot yeah that's horrible to be like oh they only got in because and it's like no because I had I worked hard and 
um and yeah so just when i was watching that i was like jesus it's just everything it's just everything it's, it's always everything. been questioned um and yeah so so my boyfriend at the time was a hipster and a friend an irish friend who met him was like oh i thought you would be like black black and he was like what the fuck <laughs> black, <laughs> just what's black black yeah and then i was like what's that mean and my friend was like oh because like he just moved over from ireland he was like oh i thought you'd be like gangster and then my boyfriend at the time was like that's actually really offensive because just because i am like wearing like hipstery clothes you think i couldn't be you're just putting a stereotype on me because i'm black he was like i can be like educated i can be like so he was like that's what we want to try and stop and then we were both like oh okay but it was like you know and he was very like oh yeah and my friend was like oh oops sorry but you know and it was just ignorance as well on my friend's part he should have fucking thought he was a little drunk but but yeah yeah but you know there's like there's like that you know there's like innocence ignorance but then there's just like a deeper denial of racism in america but that's the one good thing about this video is like it's hard to deny the existence of racism in relation to this video you know like I mean, I really do think that this might be a change moment. That, you know, j- just to put a positive spin on it. And by the way, I, I know I said it at the beginning, but another disclaimer, we are more than aware that we're two white people discussing race in America, okay? But so I think I, that's, I, I'm that more helps, than aware. What? That's important. That's what like, a lot of my friends have been asking. They've been like, post about it. And if you're white, have these conversations. So Yeah. And, you know, we're also lazy white people that didn't bother getting a guest. <laughs> Well, I thought just about to, it. But do, just to bust a stereotype about black people being lazy. We're the lazy white people that didn't bother getting a black you know, guest. I thought about it yesterday and then I thought, you know what? I don't want to ask anyone to do anything right now because people are so upset. That was actually the thought that went through my head. But maybe I should have asked a few of my friends. Like my friends are. Well, I thought about it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I, you know, I, I also just thought, you know what? It's kind of like, I, I guess in a way. This, this, I don't know. In a way, I just felt like you know what this is partially up to us. Like it's up to us to try to change things. Because actually, the under well for me personally, I don't know if I need to understand it anymore. I think what I need to understand is what actions can I take. So it's really in a way up to us to to be clear about what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I, 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 I'm not, but I'm not sure about that yet, by the way. I don't know what, what I'm going to do, but, uh, I do, I do actually think that this, this particular moment in history may be, uh, a, a changing moment around policing. But can I just point out what Obama is suggesting, which I thought was really interesting because I never thought of it this way. Cause obviously a lot of people, respond by thinking that the system will never work for you, right? Now, of course, Obama is the the epitome of that not being true to a degree in that he's a black man that worked within the system and got to the, as the leader of the country, and that, you know, it, 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 it should have made more lasting change than it did. Unfortunately, we had the worst case scenario of the worst president ever. But th- th- this is, so. so let me read these two paragraphs where he's, where he's talking about this, because I, I think this is really interesting, and I never really thought of it in terms of the practicalities of what he's saying. So second, I've heard some suggest that the recurrent problem of racial bias in our criminal justice system proves that only protest and direct action can bring about change, and that voting and participation in electoral politics is a waste of time. I couldn't disagree more. The point of protest is to raise public awareness to put a spotlight on injustice, and to make the powers that be uncomfortable. In fact, throughout American history, 
It's often only been in response to protests and civil disobedience that the political system has even paid attention to marginalized communities. But eventually, aspirations have to be translated into specific laws and institutional practices. And in a democracy, that only happens when we elect government officials who are responsive to our demands. Moreover, it's important for us to understand which levels of government have the biggest impact on our criminal justice system and police practices. And this is the bit, by the way, that I found really interesting. Which parts of the government should we change to have the most effect, okay? When we think about politics, a lot of us focus on the presidency and the federal government. And yes, we should be fighting to make sure that we have a president, a Congress, a U.S. Justice Department, and a federal judiciary that actually recognize the ongoing corrosive role that racism plays in our society and want to do something about it. But, and he highlights this, this is highlighted, just in case you think I'm highlighting it, this is highlighted by Obama, but the elected officials who matter most in reforming police departments and the criminal justice system work at the state and local levels. I thought that was really interesting because I never thought of it that way, that actually, you know, people should be really engaging on the political level at, uh, at a local level. Yeah, which is interesting because I think I can vote on a local level. Even permanent residents can vote. We just can't vote for president. What about on a green card? You still have to be a citizen? Yes, I have to be a citizen, yeah. Right, okay. Um, um, I should double check that, but I'm nearly 100%. I'm I'm 99% sure. But so explain to me that then, uh, because I'm an idiot when it comes to politics and everything. Is that mean like the governor or the mayor or even more local? So he's saying mayors... District attorneys. I'll tell you what, I'll read the next paragraph because this is an, he directly answers that question, which is a very good question. Okay, good. Um, it's mayors, literally the next sentence, <laughs> it's mayors and county executives that appoint most police chiefs and negotiate collective bargaining agreements with police unions. It's district attorneys and state attorneys that decide whether or not to investigate and ultimately charge those involved in police misconduct. Those are all elected positions. In some places, police review boards with the power to monitor police conduct are elected as well. Unfortunately, voter turnout in these local races is usually pitifully low, especially among young people, which makes no sense, given the direct impact these offices have on social justice issues, not to mention the fact that who wins and who loses those seats is often determined by just a few thousand or even a few hundred votes. Wow, that's really interesting. That's really good to know. So um, we might as well finish it. So the bottom line is this. If we want to bring about real change, then the choice isn't between protests and politics. We have to do both. Boom. We have to mobilize to raise awareness and we have to organize and cast our ballots to make sure that we elect candidates who will act on reform. Finally, the more specific we can make demands for criminal justice and police reform, the harder it will be for elected officials to just offer lip service to the cause and then fall back into business as usual once the protests have gone away. The content of that reform agenda will be, he gets into a little bit of a, you know, but um, so uh, he gives a little a bit of a, you know what, I, people can read this article really. <laughs> much as I, love, I, I love reading uh, Obama's words. So this is his final paragraph. Might as well just finish it off. I recognize that these past few months have been hard and dispiriting, that the fear, sorrow, uncertainty, and hardship of a pandemic have been compounded by tragic reminders that prejudice and inequality still shape so much of American life. But watching the heightened activism of young people in recent weeks of every race and every station makes me hopeful. If, going forward, we can channel our justifiable anger into peaceful, sustained, and effective action, then this moment can be a real turning point in our nation's long journey to live up to our highest ideals. 
Let's get to work. Barack Obama. There you go. So yep. let's get to we work. Might as, we might as well finish his with his words. Yeah. Get to work. First with a lighthearted conversation, and then uh, with some action. In the meantime, I'll go back to hanging out on my private beach. <laughs> Access. <laughs> Take my foster pit bull, who uh, has t- discriminated against in her own way. Uh, I got to take her back to the shelter to get uh, some training once a week. The shelter provides training. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, I get because I'll I'll put up the video. I can put it up. I put it up a little earlier as well, so you'll get early access. Get get uh, get the video on Patreon. Katie, Katie's been putting up other stuff, uh, but more importantly, just to support Katie during the pandemic. Long term to <laughs> long term to support the podcast, but now with immediate effect. Support Katie during the pandemic. We don't want Katie being stressed. She's being harassed by her landlord. <laughs> at Katie Boyle Comic. Check yeah. her out. I'm at Des Bishop. And oh, and I had a second social distance date, but I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll go back to the, our we'll back regularly to the... scheduled programming next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. The effect of cortisol on your... Uh, we want to talk about the effect of cortisol on your uh, your horniness. What's cortisol? It's a hormone. It's direct. Uh, that I. That was the article I was talking about last week. Directly, the stress of the pandemic directly relates to a, a, a lowering of libido in some. Oh yes, yes, I remember you saying that. Now. And yeah. actually, uh, it's been very interesting change in porn consumption habits throughout the pandemic, which uh, a lot of people assume there's been a lot more porn, but in actual, actual, a lot of studies have found that people have watched less and changed their viewing habits. Okay. So perhaps we'll talk about that next week, but let's not uh, commit to anything because you never know what's going to happen. You never know how the world's going to change in a week. Yeah, so. I, I tell you as well, I got DM to leave the country. <laughs> they called me a, they called me, um, I get these a lot, but anyway, this one was funny because they called me an ugly donkey. <laughs> like, it makes you feel any better. I get I get told to fuck off out of Ireland all the time. Yeah, I, was I like get constantly reminded that I'm not Irish by Irish people. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All the time. Don't yeah, worry they, about it. Don't feel bad. It's just part of being trolled. Yeah, I know. It was funny because I was like, excuse me, I am not an ugly donkey. I am a beautiful horse. Get your fucking image right. No, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a gorgeous mare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with my long hair and my gapped teeth. But right, no. Let's go. Okay. Get, get out of my is, life, Katie. Bye. Get out of my life. Bye, 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 bye. bye. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.